आई वी एम पप्पू यादव की बीवी ने क्या किया सॉरी टू ट्रांसलेट वॉट डिड पप्पू यादव वाइफ डू शी रोट अ पार्लियामेंट ऑन अ हार्डली डेविडसन वॉट ये This is the longest constitution podcast. I am your host Priya Mirza and this is what we do. We delve into matters about the constitution, the government and this season is about work. And we have been looking at parliamentarians and parliament and in the last two episode we had a look at two men, Ramdhari Singh Dinkar and Javed Akhtar, MPs in parliament who protected their industries rights, intellectual property. through legislation how cool and convenient is that which tells us that legislators need to be or at least think about the people for whom they draft laws and a constituency is not just a geographical region but very often a set of people with a distinct set of interests today's episode is about people of course but more concretely it is about a bill a law and finally eggs ande really so let's get going so today's first story is not about the harley davidson motorbike but about the rider ranjit ranjan an mp from bihar arrived in parliament on international women's day in 2016 on her harley davidson motorbike and what she said to reporters who surrounded her outside parliament was that women are everywhere doing practically everything they're on the moon under the sea and of course in kitchens and bedrooms working away everywhere but in parliament so a few statistics and under the last 16th lok sabha we have had 333 women mps so over nearly 7 decades that's all the women in parliament it's such a sad so just over 11% of mps in india's lok sabha are women and for some perspective the world average is 23.6% so what's the solution and that's what ranjan's point was we need women in parliament a law which provides 33% reservation for women in parliament and state assemblies the women's reservation bill now this was introduced by geeta mukherjee who by the way was a parliamentarian seven times wow in 1996 but it could not be introduced in the lok sabha hmm the second time in 1998 the law minister was not even allowed to introduce it what here's what happened in 1998 this is what newspapers reported The papers relating to the women's reservation bill was snatched from the table of the speaker by Surendra Yadav of Rashtriya Janata Dal. He was seen snatching the papers from the speaker's table, crumpling it and tossing it away. He then tore the papers in two parts and flung them away. What's this tamasha man which brings us to public amusement including cabaret performance melas and tamasha's rule 1960. and that's the second story of the day the police commissioner of bombay issued an order regulating gender in public performances but rather than prohibiting women completely the order was that an orchestra bar could only have four male and four female artists on the stage at any point hey what's the meaning of that why not five women and three men and the implicit idea here is that having an all women orchestra is so dangerous isn't it it's so prurient and so sexy 
So let's cap women instead. In Hotel Priya versus State of Maharashtra, the police commissioner's order that an orchestra bar could only have four male and four female artists at any point was challenged in the Supreme Court. And with that, we go back to regulating what women do with their bodies. Let's pause to consider how Parliament regulates women outside Parliament. From bar dancers, sex workers, surrogates, basically women who use their bodies commercially are seen as a threat to society. And Parliament at no point actually bothers to know what women actually want. So apart from the fact that women's domestic work is unpaid, when they do get paid for reproductive work, the government regulates it. So we remember the petition, don't we? Filed by a law in 2014, which said that women are being exploited and that commercial surrogacy should be banned. But in this case, when surrogates, the women actually doing that work, approached the Supreme Court and said, hey, hear us out too, and said that to them, commercial surrogacy was work, that the ban denied them a right to livelihood and reproductive autonomy, and prevented the creation of families, the court didn't even listen to them. Oh, right, because it's easier to deny women work rather than give them access to it. Women shouldn't use their bodies commercially, bus. Which brings us to the next story of eggs and vegetarian thali. Oh no, sorry, vegetarian atmosphere. So, eggs. I like mine with hot toast and lots of butter and a fresh cup of coffee. And sometimes, ande ka bhurji with parathas are amazing too. But, 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 this isn't about me. This is about Rishikesh, the city. A holy site on the river Ganga. Now, as early as 1956, the Municipal Corporation of Rishikesh passed a bylaw restricting public dealings in meat, fish and eggs. And eggs specifically were not to be even visible to the public gaze. Why, bhai? They're just oval and white. What's the problem? Except, like in the case of commercial surrogacy, this was something which affected people. Like people who sell eggs in restaurants and dhabas, and they challenged this on the grounds of it infringing their livelihood guaranteed under Article 19. But in Om Prakash versus State of UP 2004, the High Court upheld this prohibition and said, if you're an egg seller, nope, you cannot sell it within the holy limits of Rishikesh because, and hear this out, a major section of the society wants a vegetarian atmosphere. Okay then, vegetarian thali, yeah, but what's this vegetarian atmosphere? So the vegetarian atmosphere comes before the livelihoods of egg sellers, egg traders and egg lovers like myself. Which finally takes us to the Surrogacy Regulation Act passed in 2021, which prohibits and criminalizes commercial surrogacy and only allows altruistic surrogacy, producing a baby for free. Women work for free anyway now, so let's just add baby production to that. So try telling writers that, that they can't sell their books and instead tell them to ghostwrite a book for someone for free. Wow! So a billion dollar industry is shut down because it is about women commercializing their wombs and eggs. So our parliament has 15 years 
to regulate an industry and rather than regulate it, it criminalizes it. And the question, who is this wonderful woman who is going to go into labor for you? The genius answer to that is a close relative, Rishtedar. So infertile, married couples who want a child now have to identify a close relative who will do this absolutely free. Wah, kya baat hai. Because it's all about loving your family, right? Now, in Parliament, there were many objections to this. Dr. Ami Yagnik, a woman MP, argued that the needs and the rights of the child should actually be put at the center of such a bill. But auto ki baat manta hai kaun hai? Khair, what happened to the Women's Reservation Bill? It lapsed a third time in 2010. And though the BJP in its 2014 and 2019 manifesto has promised to pass the bill, it's already 2022, guys. And no male MP seems to be interested in giving up his privilege. And that also answers the question, why have quotas for women? And the answer is, because the boys just don't want to share. Are itne bhi kya darne ki baat hai bhai? It's just us, innocent, sweet, kamsin, women who want to get into parliament. That's all. Oh wait, in Hotel Priya versus State of Maharashtra 2022, the Supreme Court struck down the police commissioner's order and observed one cannot uphold exclusive male bastions. Mm, they did forget about our male-dominated parliament though. So, today's takeaway is about how the right to livelihood is shaped by men in parliament. And that the state demonstrates a certain zeal in regulating women's sexuality and livelihood, especially if it is paid. Did you like this show? You can follow me on Twitter, where I tweet at FundamentallyP, and on Instagram, The Longest Constitution. Until next time, this is me, Priya Mirza, signing out.